Well, uh, good evening and uh, welcome to uh, another episode of A Couple With Mental Health. Uh, it's uh, coming down duskier, so I think I've gone for a nice brew. It has been very warm and again, I would not judge you for a cold drink at this time. It is the air uh, coming to the end of the week, um, so why not have a cold beer or whatever tickles your fancy. Today we've got another guest, so I'll leave it for her to introduce herself. Hello, my name is uh, Alexandra, and uh, I know Lynn from uh, Lily's Course School of Life. And uh, Lynn, I just want to say that I admire you so much for doing this and for following your heart and helping people from such a beautiful place. Oh, thank you. Like, uh, I re- like I'm so proud of you, and <laughs> I know you will help so many people. You will change the world with this oh. what you're doing. So just oh. keep running. You're gonna make me red. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like I'm so proud of you, and uh, because I know you, and I know how honest you are, and how you're doing this for the right reasons, and uh, that's why you will succeed. And I'm so happy and honored to be just a little part of it, and um, because my mission is similar to help people discover themselves, help them um, be honest and open with themselves and uh, just follow their dreams and whatever is come along the way, just try to overcome it. <clears throat> so I just try to overcome it. And um, I think that together we can do anything and uh, that's what we are focusing on here. So we can uh, heal everybody from... Uh, mental health or for any other diseases for any difficulties self-doubt or anything and uh, we can make this world a better place so thank you Lynn, for giving me a chance to contribute on your little mission oh well thank you for being part of it and you gonna you you can't you guys can't see this but i am the color of a tomato right now she has made me blush <laughs> <laughs> So uh, obviously we talk about mental health. Um, what would your experiences with mental health be? Yeah, as we were just saying, like I don't have direct uh, like mental health issue. I never had it. Like nothing dramatically happened to me when I was younger, um, which I'm very happy and grateful about it. But um, a lot of people that I know, a lot of my friends had problems, and so we were thinking if I can talk about like. Um, kind of from my side of perspective, from perspective somebody who wants to help the outside, with mental health. The outsider's perspective. Um, outsider's perspective, for, yes. For a better understanding, we're going to be discussing how it feels to not have a mental health issue but be close to somebody that does and possibly help them relate to what they're going through. Now, as well as the outsider knowing that all the feelings that you're going through trying to understand is completely and utterly normal when you are an outsider that you are genuinely trying to help it can be very difficult it can be frustrating you love and care for these people these could be the people of your family your friends your work colleagues uh, just people you meet on the street and from a person who's not had a mental health issue as since statistics is one in four that means three people are on the outside i personally believe it's a lot higher than that but we'll see it on the average that's three out of four people that are on the outside that 
could do with the help of understanding. So me and Alexandra are going to talk about it from the from the outsider's viewpoint and how frustrating and that's okay, you love these people and what you can do to help manage that. And yourself, because it, it, you could go down that route yourself and it'd be so frustrating that it call, and, and you love these people and can be soul destroying yourself that you go down the route of mental health because of it. So we're trying to discuss how we could go about helping that and helping others at the same time. Yes, and one thing that uh, when I was younger, I couldn't understand. I was all like positive thinking, you can do everything with your mind. And uh, because I wasn't inside of this, I, I couldn't understand that you cannot just change to, okay, now I'm going to be well, and then you're just going to in one second change everything. So I am come to understanding that um, mental health, and when I see people getting suicide, I would, you know, I would think like, oh, why would they do that? Like, uh, how about their families? They love them, they care for them. But it's, uh, it's totally different. Now. I have totally different understanding now and I understand that it's a, it's a disease in the brain, same like in any kind of, kind of a body, right? Yeah. So it's not something you can just say, you know what, now that's it, it's gone. So, and, uh, so I was going to say, how did, how did you start with that change? Because that's quite a dramatic change to go from, I don't understand how anybody could take their own life to, you know, what people do struggle and it's, it's up to us to help them. How did you go for that? Well, uh, it's kind of all started when I started going a little more deeper into personal development mm -hmm. and the ways how I can help people. So it was like maybe, I would say five years ago. And um, then I would come up to the suicide and I would always say, I don't understand. Like, and I would like, I would meditate and I would ask questions like how I can understand this better because now I want to be, you know, like I want to help people, but then if somebody I'm like faced with somebody who is suicidal, how I can help them? I cannot just say, you know what? Everything is happening for the reason you're controlling and creating your life. Let's just be happy, right? It's not working like that. No, I don't want like that. So, and uh, so I understood that. And then still, I know it's, we don't have a secret formula for somebody to like, oh, you know what? Just do these five steps and then you're going to be well. Mm. Uh, I think it's like little things uh it's different for everybody and uh, i think the more we are talking about it that it's okay to not feeling good and it's okay to feel, talk about it i don't know how i'm feeling i don't know what to do and just asking for help and then uh, being okay with accepting the help it's big thing so um i was like it was one period when i was just hearing about people getting suicide like it was, I don't know, maybe 10 in two months. Mm. And then I was really like, wow, like what, what we can do here as a society to change that. Yeah. And then here in America, I see so many um, overdoses and people, just young people dying from, yeah. from drugs because they cannot um, comprehend what's happening to them. They cannot deal with emotions. They're, they're not feeling like they belong and they're very lonely and just just sad yeah. and um, with all these things going around and uh, that's why I always say like I don't want to focus only on like people who are in self-development and who are working already on themselves and now it's easy right yeah who's gonna help these people who are like 
don't even want to ask for help or don't know they need help. Yeah. So I think this is what you're doing. It's incredible. And uh, just like the more voices we have, even though that's why I, I, I want to talk about it, even though I don't, I'm not directly related to it, because I think it's important for people to understand that this is not them and us, right? We are all here together to help one another. And, um, and yeah, I think we can do it together and just the more people know like let's say somebody will watch your podcast they will say huh lena understand me right her people on the podcast they understand so maybe i can reach from help right and then you can save somebody's life you know they know they're not alone and uh, that's why i admire your mission so much and anything i can do to help i'm here well from a outsider's perspective um you would, I would suspect you would feel like you originally had a barrier between the people with mental health issues and the people without this, that, that, that barrier, that, and that barrier is understanding. I, I, I believe that barrier there is there through lack of understanding. Um, what was your main understanding that helped you bring down that barrier between the two for you? For me, I think it was, um, I was thinking about, I was like, when I was starting discovering myself and uh, when I understood that everybody, we are all kind of the, everybody has their own path, their own struggles. And uh, then sometimes when I see something I don't understand and I have this barrier, oh, these people is, this person is not well, so I'm just gonna, like before as younger me, I would just like ignore that person and I would say, oh, this person is not bringing any positive to my life, so let me just ignore them. Mm -hmm. And then I understood that this is not, I'm not feeling right about it. And then I would like, like I said, like try to understand, like I was meditating on it so many times, like how I can like you say, understand that you this say is when, just the same. Sorry, sorry, not to interrupt hmm? you, but you know when you say you was feeling bad about it, what was you feeling? Like what I was, mean, I didn't understand what, You say when you were feeling bad about um, not understanding, what was the actual feelings you were feeling? Was it like guilt? Um, yes, guilt was the one of the feelings, like guilt, and then I would feel like hope, or like hope, yeah. like nothing I can do like it would be like oh there's nothing I can do here and it's just bringing me I'm sad about it so let me just ignore it right? yeah and then there, when I was younger I was like that so this is negative there's nothing I can do about it and just like let me talk right there's nothing about it see this and, is uh, at this, least like this is a point I was going to get on um is you say that you was feeling guilt, so you would ignore it. I think that is a key in itself. Like, people listening to this, if you do feel guilt about the not understanding, it is so easy to ignore it. And that in itself is what causes such a barrier. If you're to, if you was to go, right, I am feeling guilt, because we're all guilty of feeling that guilt and ignoring the subject that causes that guilt in some way or another. Um, whether or not you're sneaking a chocolate bar, we feel the guilt, we ignore it, we eat the chocolate bar anyway. But it's, it's along those lines. And I think you, you got it right there, is the guilt. And we're so quick to push something away that is difficult to understand. If it becomes difficult to comprehend for ourselves, 
and it's something that we've got to face within ourselves then we no longer want to be we no longer want to deal with it because it's too hard and i think there lies within itself the understanding between those with mental health issues and not without when those that don't have mental health issues is most people that do want to understand like yourself and you say like you, you 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 felt the guilt but you wanted to get there that's because you want to understand how people would do the sort of things that they do but when you were younger you would rush them away and like no we'll, we'll just i can't bother they're not positive they obviously don't want to change themselves and it's not as simple as that and i think yeah you you brought something out there is that feeling of guilt and so easy to push away when you've got to look within yourself and go why do i feel guilty and that's obviously what you did within yourself is i felt these emotions why did I feel these emotions? Oh, well, that's going to bring my understanding. Yes. And uh, the same, like, for the people, why we are procrastinating, right? So if we, as outsiders, so to call, we have this, like, vision of all oh, people with mental health, they, they can just, like, change it right like let's just uh, decide to be well and that's it right mm -hmm. but then on the other side why don't you decide uh, why don't we decide to just don't procrastinate and do all our stuff and like go exercise eat healthy uh, have your life organized and everything right mm -hmm. if it's if it's such an easy decision why don't we do it in like in our lives yeah. right like it's always easy for say for somebody else oh you know what like it's just it's your decision right mm. and um, that's another thing that i was like when i was reading reading uh, power of now yeah when uh, the ercatol was explaining how there's you know two two of two of him yeah <laughs> and that's the same thing like that like we have all these little voices and everything and then i understood that people with a mental health I don't know how many voices they have and what voice is stronger than another and it's not easy just to say you know what you shut up and i'm gonna listen to this voice and i'm gonna do this mm. so so that's another thing that, like slowly and i think it's not easy for people to understand who like uh let's say for me it took me a, a while to like get to this point now when i i don't understand completely i don't know how completely i can help like what like exactly I can do to help but uh, I think that with love and with uh, with just our compassion and with yeah. here just for people to know that they're not alone and it's okay you can talk about it it's okay mm. if you have a mental health it's not like you are um, I don't even know how to describe it but you are you're here you're a person and you deserve to live and you deserve to be well so if you're not well ask for help First, the thing is, is you, 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 got, you got me thinking there. You said about the uh, procrastination. Now, with in an average person, I'm sure we all procrastinate at least about four or five times a day. We whip out our phone. We have a look at Facebook. We pop to the shop for something we obviously don't need. Um, or just something. We, we read something else that we're not supposed to spend hours on emails even though we know we could do it in five minutes like it, it's one of those things and procrastination is due to stress like you your brain goes i've done too much i can't be bothered i'm taking a break we're shutting off for five minutes that's procrastination the thing is is with mental health that stress level doesn't just go from 
well, it's I've been working all day, I need five minutes break or I need an hour to just chill out watching stuff. These stress levels and anxiety levels are at constant high every minute of the day. So it's very easy to take that notch just to the next level and I can't do anything. It's like the most extreme form of and horrendous form of procrastination because procrastination for, for the average person is just I've done too much day I'm a bit stressed a bit tired I just clock off for a bit and that's it but when you're waking up in constant anxious anxiety depression your brain is already hardwired to go oh my god one more thing that's it I'm switching off not just for the next hour but for the entire day and from an outsider's opinion when they go oh well you're wasting your day you're not they're seeing moments of procrastination as moments whereas most people with mental health people that I've seen and myself when I've gone through periods of time where procrastination is your day and the moments where you do something become how it's reversed in most people's lives so you, 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 what you do on a day-to-day -day basis would become all the extraordinary things because the procrastination of your stress levels being over-exerted become what your day is. And uh, I, think if, I think that touched on, it definitely resonated with me what you said about the procrastination because people don't realise how much from the outsider's uh, a viewpoint of it, and I'm sure you would understand this, beforehand not now obviously is beforehand it'd be like well why don't you just try get up and do something you know this that and the other as you say just change your mindset like that because you'd be like oh well it's down to your mind well you've got to just change your mind get out of bed do this that, and the other and you'll just suddenly feel better because you're doing stuff and it doesn't work like that but then from the other from the outsider's point of view they're like well why why doesn't it work like that? It works like that for me. And they project themselves onto other people. Because you are an extremely loving, positive person. You are like the most positive person I've ever met. And, and it comes from such a genuine place. You genuinely, it comes from deep within your heart. You can see it. But this is because you've gone through your own experience of being able to go from I'm positive, why are other people, understanding why aren't other people, and then integrating it with your positivity. So, and I think that's where people could, from the outside, like, you don't even have to be an outsider that's positive, although if you're an outsider that is looking on somebody with mental health issues strictly from a negative point of view, because we have gone straight into the positive, happy, be there, support, there are the other side of it, um, have you experienced others from the outside of it of a negative view of, oh, come on, you're just being lazy, get up and do something? Have you seen that through your... Oh, I was seeing that from a lot of people and it's so um, frustrating. But when I was younger, I would be like, oh, they're so rude to them. Mm. But then me ignoring the situation was even worse, yeah. I would say. So me not doing anything and just like judging these people who are being bad, uh, it's even worse than being bad. So 
whatever you want to do, just don't ignore, don't pretend like it's not happening and like interfere, do something about it. Because people who are being negative, who are being uh, angry and frustrated and like saying all these uh, things or doing, you know, like uh, hurting people, bullying and everything, it's people who are afraid and who don't understand what is happening. Mm. And they see something different and they're not... Uh, in a line and balance with themselves. So when we see something that is totally different and out of our comfort zone, we don't understand it, then we just become angry at it, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I come to kind of like understand, like now when I see somebody is doing something, I'm trying to understand why, Yeah. from what point are they coming and um, trying to figure out um, how that happened, how that started. And uh, it, before I would think that it's so easy to change people, but it's not. No. The same thing like for the negative people, there is like simple talk, like somebody is watching this podcast and if they are totally in a black and um, they, don't, they don't understand mental health or people or why they're anybody different than themselves, Mm-hmm. just by listening to this or just by um, somebody like saying oh that's not nice or do this or that they're not gonna change but if they hear it over and over and over and over again and they see the change and they, they see like the things that you're doing Lynn with this podcast it's amazing because the more and more people will talk about it and it will become a subject like like let's just all talk about it let's put it on open and then people who are negative and close-minded they would say, huh, maybe I shouldn't treat this person that way. Maybe I just don't understand. Maybe yeah. I should just admit that I don't know everything in the world. And I should ask for help, how I can help others. Mm. And so, uh, show, by, so, show by example then, by, going, by you going, like, I don't have these issues, but I'm doing my best to understand them so it can help others, so that the negative people can go, well, what are you doing? Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Oh, I understand now. So it's like lead by example. That Not in that, yes. but, but also if there is negativity, it should be stopped. I mean, there's always a certain amount of criticism, as long as it's constructive, that is needed in the world. I'm not saying we don't need constructive criticism, but going outright of having a go at somebody because of their mental health issues simply because you do not understand how they are is should be immediately stopped at some by somebody as and as you said earlier if you are a bystander you are just as bad as the person having a go yeah and i think the same so Something is breaking. You still there? Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we are. This is uh, yes. this, this is a call from America, from here to America. So we are. We do sometimes get technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> we are such a. This is amazing that the. Uh, we have you see. I'm here in Florida, and you were on across the ocean and uh, that we can do this and united and we can help people from from such a long distance but then we are together it's amazing i love it <laughs> so thank you so going back to the um when did you start to stop people who were being negative 
about mental health? Uh, I would say maybe one year in my personal development when I was like really like before I would just read like book about positivity and be happy and smiling all the time right mm-hmm. and then uh, like around maybe five years ago I really started studying deeply like my thoughts my actions and my behaviors so um, I would say like let's say my father is a very negative person right like so everything is negative and uh, he is one of these people who would, who wouldn't understand mental health and he he just wouldn't care he would be like you know i don't want to deal with them and i think that's something i pick up from him some part of me right like oh let me just ignore it if i don't understand that i can understand that one and yes and then uh if and then I would, it was kind of battle with him all the time because i was really positive and he was really negative Right. So, uh, and before I would be just ignoring him because he's being negative and he's bringing negativity in my life. And then I come to the point when I say, this is not working. Like, I don't remember exact situation, like when, when yeah. I decided that I'm going to change something. But I just understood that it's up to me to change it, to change him and his perspective. And I know, like, for, like, let's say 50 years he's being negative and he has really tough life like really so i try to understand from that perspective and to understand that he cannot change overnight Mm -hmm. so that i need to take patience and time and effort into changing this one person Mm -hmm. so um if anything let's say um, if something negative happened i wouldn't be oh think positive i would be like what we can do in this situation we have this, right? Yes. This is, this is our situation. Let's say our car broke, right? Crying over it or pretending it didn't happen, both is not going to work. Mm-hmm. So we have this car. What are we going to do about it? And then I started to understand that it's not just being positive is not enough. Just smiling and it's not enough. I need to find a little balance. Um, so the same thing like with him. Now, let's say a couple of years later like i put yeah. a lot of effort into it yeah. uh, <laughs> he's totally different person right like and then i see i see that and i am that negative and um, destructive almost yeah can change and um, so i believe that you know that people can change but it's not overnight no, it's not. I mean, mental health issues is it's not gained overnight, so it's not going to be understood or helped with overnight. It's one of those that patience, like you say, it takes a lot of patience. I mean, some people will come and go because it's not dealt with quick enough. And by all means, if they come and go at the drop of a hat or when something new comes along because they can't be bothered with you and you're too much trouble, please let them leave. Because they obviously don't care enough about you or what you're going through to stick around for you. If they are not understanding or not trying to understand your side, then, I mean, to be fair, they might never understand your side. But to take a deep breath and go, if they want to go straight away without taking a thought or something new and shiny comes along where they can no, no longer feel like they can be superhero to you anymore, please let them leave. They will cause you nothing but more hassle to your mental health. And they will, I speak from experience on this one, 
If somebody is like that, please allow them to leave. Do not hold on to them because they're not holding on to you. And they will cause your mental health issues a hell of a lot more. But if they are willing to work and they love you enough, like Alexandria and her dad, obviously her dad loves her unconditionally. And from a negative view and a positive view, that's a hell of a clash. That can be, I'm sure you and your dad must have clashed no end in the beginning. So, but, it was fun. <laughs> but that, 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 that's the thing is unconditional love is needed throughout this whole process. If you are on an outsider's uh, point of view from, from somebody who is going through mental health issues, patience and unconditional love they might not be related to you they might be your partner they might be your friend but unconditional love is spread out for everybody and i know that sounds very hippy dippy but that unconditional love of knowing that i don't have to be with you every step of the way but just to know that you know i am there if you need me that's from an outsider's point of view is all that somebody with mental health issues really needs to hear is that this this road that you're going along is going to have some extreme ups and downs and we're not talking like little mini hills and you'll be fine over i mean we're talking everest and right down to valleys we're going ups and downs and sometimes you can have leveled out bits and that's great but those steps of the way Sometimes you need somebody there, sometimes you need to do it alone. But from an outsider, go, I know that you're going to go through this journey and these steps are going to be hard. I know that I don't need to be holding your hand throughout all of them, but if you need me to hold your hand through some of them, I am here and always know that I am here. Reach out, I'm, I'm here. If you don't need me to reach out, I will check in. Like me and my friend... Zoe from the last couple of podcasts ago we are each other's reaching even though I mean obviously we both have mental health issues and we have that reaching and we have that understanding but I have also had people who have not had mental health issues that know me to go right you're dipping a bit you're dipping a bit let's reach in and grab you pull you back out because they go right you, we can see where you're going if you've got one of those people the 20 people that are around you 20, 30, 200 people around you. If that one person does that, stick to that person like glue. I swear to God, that person will root you each and every time. You don't need to see that person every day. You don't need to talk to that person every day. But if that person can root you straight away and bring you out that black hole without you even realising it, grab onto them like they're the, your lifesaver because they are. And from the outsider's point of view, you are a lifesaver because you might not have realised that that day that person reached out for you was the day you saved their life. I, I don't know if you've experienced this yourself, Alexandra, but when you've known people with mental health issues, if they reach out to you, they bloody well need you. They bloody well need you. Have you experienced that yourself? Uh, this is such a beautiful speech you just gave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I am like, 
I always say when would or like you don't understand their behavior that any there who knows what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember that um, when I was a uh, when I was a little girl, we had a my friend's mom had a mental issue problem, and she was in a hospital and she was on treatment and everything. And we so we were very close, like it was like few of us, and we were very close, like we were like we were growing up together and everything, and we never talked about it. Mm. And I think that we should talk to our kids more about it, and to explain them that that it's okay, that this is not some bad person, and now let's just ignore them. And uh, that I think that, that that's also, people around me didn't talk about it. Mm. So now I understand that maybe, that, maybe probably that's why. I ignored it when I was older, how I understood that that's how I should treat people with mental yeah, uh, mental health issues. I was like, nobody talk about it in the whole city. We were all ignoring it. Like when we see this girl, we were just playing with her, like nothing. Didn't talk, mentioning, but everybody knew. Yeah, and it was like something I don't know what. Like she, just like I don't even know. Like not right, right? But as a girl, I didn't understand that. Yeah, and now I'm kind of connected the two. That that's why when I was older and when I was around the people with mental health issues, I was just ignoring them. Yeah. Because this is what I, uh, when I was a girl, this is what I was doing, what people around me were doing, who I was looking up to. Yeah. So um, I, I think we should talk more about to the kids and um, so they can learn as, a, as they grow that they can do something, not just ignore and stand by and, and you know what, like leave me alone and have my own little bubble yeah create more lifesavers that's it you talk to kids about it from a young age for one it would relieve them of those who had mental health issues and didn't realize it and two you create more lifesavers you create more people that can reach in and grab them out of that black hole because they have the understanding of you know what? Not everybody works the same. Everybody's different, and it's not wrong. It's just different. Like that's yeah. the that's the main thing. Is like I speak to my children about it. My daughter has her own mental health issues that she's she's struggled, and we've struggled together. But in doing so, I spoke about my mental health issues. So now she understands that you know what? It's okay to have these issues. Because, you know, my mum had them and I've seen other people have had them and now she understands them more. Because when she was younger, she she didn't. She never really, well, she'd never, I was never felt comfortable enough to talk about it. And that was my issue because of my mum. She was never comfortable to talk about it. It was very like, when it came to any issues like that, it was very like, sweep it under the carpet, pretend like, same as you, pretend it never happened. And I found that I became very awkward around the subject of mental health, not realizing that I had mental health issues myself. So when you, yeah. when you have that, that, oh, you don't talk about it, well then what the hell is, and you think, what the hell is wrong with me? And then you're like, not until you're older, you go, all oh, right, there's nothing wrong with me in that way. I just don't work the same as everybody else and I need a little bit more help. And the people who don't have mental health issues will go, you know what, I don't, these 
issues don't resonate with me but they when I think about it I saw my friends go through all this and my friends not being able to oh and their manic episodes were because it was struggling and stuff now I understand it but if you was to go for it from a I think if you was to talk about it not like you don't have to talk about it as soon as a little or by the way these are this and the other but a general understanding of these are your emotions it's okay if you're not feeling all right sometimes. I think we go so far into the um, being politically correct and is it okay to tell children about these emotions and stuff like that? Maybe by telling them we might mess them up a bit more. No, you are telling children about their own emotions for them to understand what these emotions are. The more you brush them under the carpet, as, as you know yourself, the more you brush it under the carpet, the, le the, the less understanding you have to be able to help not just yourself but others. Like that person who was struggling to talk about their mental health issues could, or that friend that pulled you aside and went, I need to talk to you. And they tried to explain what was going on because she was like, I have no idea what was going on. I don't know what you were saying. You could, if you'd had the understanding, you could have been that person's lifesaver. I know, sadly, a few people that went to have those last conversations because it was their initial reach out, only to have them brushed away. And sadly, some very bad things have happened. Not so much suicide as in actually getting to the end of the life but definitely attempts and it's been some horrid experiences so I think if we were to talk about it more like you say we talk about it more we create lifesavers actual lifesavers and I think that's a massive thing for an outsider like to know that you could by talking to somebody you could literally save their life and not even and let me just clear this up Talking to and listening, not talking at. Because <laughs> a lot of people do that. I think if you were to truly listen and talk to, there would be more lives saved than lost. And from an outsider, like, I'm, I know I'll say, I've said it again, but I'm sure you understand. You're, from, from what I've gathered from what you're saying is, you listened so you could understand. Yes, that's the only way we can help anybody, actually. Like, listen. And uh, and then with this understanding, talk about it and explain to people that it's okay. Like we were talking, like, as a kid, I was outsider, so I was the, the person who was ignoring mm -hmm. when, when, you know, when yeah. I was older. And for the people who were outsider then, but then along the way, they some situations happen and they came the, the mental health problems, yeah. you know, they start getting issues. They feel like, oh, something is not right. Like, and maybe by realizing at early stage that something is healthy, fix it, we learn as a society to ignore this kind of things. Yeah. We just ignore it until come to the point when you are, wow, I'm so, I should, it's, it's gone so long. 
So, uh, so I would say it doesn't matter if you're out, just be very, very open about it. And uh, just now for accepting help from, from people. Being like, doesn't matter if you have the issues, you have somebody to talk about it. The moment talk, it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. Like you're not any weak person. You're not. Uh, you're not worthless. Um, if you have any issues, just there's so many wanna help, but um, sometimes we don't know how. So it's uh, it's our responsibility to learn how and to understand people more. So I love these conversations and I love these topics mm-hmm. because it just get us more on a like high level of uh, changing the world one person at a time. <laughs> well, and like you said, lifesavers. It's sometimes just simple as smile and how are you, but actually staying to hear the answer. How are you doing? Not just how are you doing, and I'm oh, are you and fine, are you okay? And actually, generally wanting to know how they are, not just yes. saying it because you think you should. Generally wanting to know how are you? Not not getting a fine. Fine's annoying. Trust me. Um, fine. No good. No, not bad. Oh, I've been better. Genuine, like going. You know what? I got feeling a bit crap today, but I'm a bit better now. But you've got to start from, if you want somebody to generally give you a proper answer, you have to give them a proper answer. Give, be a shield. Give them a, if you turn around to somebody and go, you know what, I've absolutely felt like shit this morning, but now I'm feeling quite better. Somebody will be like, oh wow, you're actually being honest. All right, yeah, let's go with this. I'll be honest too. I felt shocking this morning too. And, and you, you can be a shield for somebody. To be able to start that honest conversation. Can you, break, can you repeat the last sentence, please? I said, if you can be honest, give an honest answer, you could actually be a shield for somebody so they feel comfortable enough to give you their honest answer. Because yes, that's why we shouldn't pretend that we are all very strong and we are all balanced and organized. We have perfect lives, and uh, that's why I, I, even like in person develop all development, so we don't have any issues right we get out. Yeah. And then people from the outside they would say, "Huh, they have a perfect." lives they have everything figured out really you cannot ask them for help because they wouldn't understand mm. and the truth is that we all have difficulties and issues and as much as more we talk about it the people around us and they can us that they can ask for help because we are the same as they are yeah i agree so so uh we're coming to the end so we're uh, gonna wrap up with uh, final thoughts so what would your thoughts, final couple of, say, three things that you would say from an outsider to an outsider, how to help somebody with mental health issues? Uh, first thing I would say, understand that you don't know everything and be okay with not knowing, be okay with not understanding and be okay you asking for help. 
because we are keep saying, oh, just ask for help, or just, but we first need to ask for help how to understand this better, Correct. what we can do. So uh, that would be my first thing. Maybe second would be uh, if you know anybody with mental health and you, you don't understand how you can help, you can help with love. Yeah. Just being there with them and uh, being here with them, like here with them, not anywhere else, not like, oh, I'm here, you can ask me for help, I'm here, but please don't if you don't have to, right? Yeah. Like, ac- actually wanting to help them to be there, just like, just to talk to them a little bit about their day, about what they're doing, what you can do to um, brighten them up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, make them feel that they belong and that they are actually important part of your life and that you love them dearly, that you care about them, and uh, keep saying that, keep showing that, not saying. Not, words are has almost no meanings. The actions and emotions you are uh, demonstrating are important. So be what you are saying, like show with your actions. Yeah. Oh my God. And, um, and just talk about it as much as you can with everybody, with people with mental health, with people no, with no mental health. We just need to talk about it as much as we can. Because especially here in America, there is so, so many kids with the drug problems, mm-hmm. kids with mental health issues. There's suicidal, like, and, uh, and it's really sad. And yeah. the, what is more sad is us being here and ignoring it. Not yeah. doing anything about it. So I think again, oh sorry. Um, I think my takeaways from it is understanding that if you want somebody to be honest about how they're feeling, you have to be as the outsider showing them the way to do it or the way to be or giving them a, a genuine guiding light. You have to be honest as well, and if that honesty is going. I haven't got a bloody clue how to help you. Can you show me how? That genuine honesty is going to be like, oh, okay then. They actually want to listen. And when you say that, don't do it out of frustration. Do it out of pure love and compassion of, I really want to help you. I really want to understand what's going on with you. I'm going to be frank and honest with you and say, I don't know how. Please show me how. And that, op- that, that will open up a dialogue because that will start a conversation of, well, actually, maybe this person does. Sometimes you might just sit for quietness for an, an hour because they want to sh- see you genuinely mean what you're saying. That's fine. That hour of silence is an hour of pure honesty, of genuine help. Um, my second one would be, remember, from an outsider who doesn't have mental health issues, you have no idea how much power you have to save lives. Because that outsider, that outsider, you have something that mental health, pe- mental, pe- mental health issue people have, don't have. And that is the ability to see when things are going down. A spiral happens so quickly with somebody with ha- who has issues. And it goes down, down, down. And that black hole gets deeper, 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 deeper. You have the... the the strength from the outsider to reach into that black hole, pull them out and save their life. And that is by going, you're not you, something's different. I, I wanna I want to find out and start again that conversation and be honest with them. But understanding 
from an outsider going, you are never fully going to understand what their individual issues are. In the same way, to be fair, somebody else from another point of view is never going to understand yours because you're very individual. But in that also is an understanding. So have compassion to know that you don't know what they're going through, but you have the strength to reach in and save a life. And that could be just by listening. And that's my third one. If you're going to listen, be present and listen completely. Shut every thought off and if you have to, shut your phone off. Because we all know how much that is a distraction. But listen and be present because they might say a load of gibberish. But you hear one thing and again you've saved their life. Because you go, hang on a sec, what was that? What did you just say? And then they go, oh, well, and then you go, did you, would I just hear, did I just hear you say that? And they go, yeah, I did. Right, we got to work on that. Because to me, that didn't sound right. Repeat it back. Go, they, there's a very good chance they go, no, that doesn't sound right. Because they've heard it from the outside. They're going, hmm, maybe that doesn't sound right. Maybe we can help on this. So I would say, be honest. If you need, like Alexandra says, if, if you don't know, ask for help. It's not just them asking for help. You ask for help. Be honest about that. Remember, you can, as an outsider, save lives. And how we do that is by listening, being compassionate, and doing your best to try and understand the situation from an outsider, but with nothing but love, compassion, and empathy towards what they're going through. So... That's uh, the end of another episode. I would like to thank Alexandra <laughs> for being part of this, and uh, thank you from your from, thank you for putting your input from the outsiders. It is it is important that everybody is included when it comes to mental health issues, not just people that are in it, but that people are outside of it, because then we can it, it can bring us all together to understand that it it's not wrong. It's just different. And maybe if we was to talk about it more, we'd realise we're actually more alike than we realise it. So, again, thank you, Alexandra, for being part of this. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you for accepting me here. And um, and thank you for doing this and changing the world and helping people. It's just so beautiful (laughs) to see you. And you are so amazing. And I know you well from the School of Life. And I know you're... Pure, pure She's making me blush again, people. She's making me blush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alexandra's favourite line is beautiful souls, and that is definitely what she is, is a beautiful soul. So, thank you, thank you, I love you. I'm going to say good evening, good brew. Bye. If you like this episode and want to listen to more i have over 60 episodes of a couple with and they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others and some people i've spoken to have incredible incredible stories and that's what it's all about talking about people's stories over a cup of tea and having those open conversations so like i say if you like share subscribe rate that's all appreciated and thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to us